What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Episode 57 of our podcast, Civic Sports. Chris and Aram, how are you doing? I'm great, David Barry. How are you? I'm good. I mean, going on a little bachelor party this weekend. Can't complain. Just a little one. Just a little guy. So that'll be exciting. Probably a lot of memories to talk about next week. Yeah. Good, bad, real gambling. We'll only bring the we'll only bring the good back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's only possible. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Should be a good time. Well, 57, uh, what's your top moment for the episode? Yeah, so last week, Jalen Hurt signed a five-year, $225 million contract with the Philadelphia Eagles. $180 million guaranteed. That's a good amount. But the crazier story is his agent, who works for Clutch Sports Group, which also represents LeBron, DM'd him on Instagram. That's how they became connected. She then won him over once they met. So him and his dad went to go meet with her. She won him over. Agent. Really? Just signed one of the biggest contracts. Good for her. Yeah, 100%. She deserves it. What do you think her first message was? Uh, I can tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't just a hey. It oh. was probably a... Actually, I can read it for you. It has it in this article. Really? It literally says her first message was... Hey, have you picked an agent? If not, I'd love to link. It's right there. Nice. Decent. That's all, that's all you got to say. Yeah. She called it a Hail Mary. Boom. And it worked. Yep. Well, I saw, I was reading something that he has a all women uh, team around him. Oh, I didn't know Like that. marketing manager, communications person, oh, uh, really? agent. Yeah. I didn't know it's that. like a group of six women. How, what does a marketing manager do? I don't know if that was actually one of them. Oh, just all people on his team. But, I got you. I got but you. there's like six of them that all do different things for him. Crazy. Yeah. Good for him. Good yeah. guy. Exactly. Successful. Deserves every penny. Yep. Now just wait for Lamar's contract. Yeah, I guess that's the main one that we're waiting on. Yeah. I guess the Ravens offered him $200 million guaranteed. Yeah. And they want it's it. true. Don't want it. Uh, okay, my top moment goes to Oklahoma Gymnastics. They won the national championship uh, last weekend. So they got first place. They beat, it's a quad, I think is what So like a final four it. kind of thing? Yeah, kind of like a final four. All four teams are, are there at the same time. So you got Oklahoma who won, then Florida placed second, Utah placed third, LSU placed fourth. So I feel like everybody... That didn't have a horse in the race was probably cheering for LSU because of all of their publicity, publicity and fame. Yeah. yeah, I wonder. I don't know, and maybe someone in our can tell us how it works. But like, I don't know if you only get like a certain amount of people that can do certain amount of like contests or what do they call contests or events? Events. Rotations. Like you can only have like because in the Olympics you can only do a certain amount. You get five people in each event. So five people. So I wonder if that's the same in college. Yeah. Or if you like, you only have one person who's dedicated solely to this event. No, you have people who are in the all around, and you have specialists. So yeah, so you do have people that are literally just in one event. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That'd be boring though. I want well, to do everything. If you're only good, or if you're gonna uh, participate in the national championship on one event, or you could be done and not win. Do it all around. Just depends on who you want to be. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I wonder how you pick those. Yeah, interesting. Well, you pick the the best people. No, but that's what I'm saying. 
it's like, a combination. So the way that gymnastics works is depending on the routine that you have, you have a maximum score that you can get if you do it flawlessly. And then based on difficulty and then yeah based off of what's included in the routine and then it it goes down from the maximum score to what they get based off of their performance so like if somebody's if somebody's routine is a we'll just say a, a 10 and they do it flawlessly then they could just they would get a 10 but so it's kind of like diving like in the Olympics, like it, depending on your difficulty, you could get a max of like 6.5. Yeah, like if somebody's maximum is 9.8, then they can only get 9.8. They right. can get a 10. So unless you up the difficulty. Correct. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Kind of cool. So Oklahoma won by 0.15, which is a good amount of which is points. Crazy. So. It doesn't seem like a lot. There you have it. Yeah. Go Oklahoma. How are we looking Minnesota-wise? Yeah, Minnesota Minute. Twins currently 10-7. and seven. Uh, They're currently playing in Boston right now. And then they have three home series, Nationals and the Yankees and the Royals. Minnesota Wild won game one. As we're doing this on Wednesday, they currently are playing game two tonight. Mm-hmm. Timberwolves lost game one. They're also playing game two tonight. Minnesota Loons lost to Orlando last weekend. They play Seattle this weekend. Gopher Baseball went 1-2 and two against Iowa. They play Illinois um, this coming up weekend. Gopher Softball went 2-1 and one against Michigan State. They play Iowa. And then St. Thomas, not so hot still. 1-2 and two against NDSU. Play SDSU this weekend. Okay. So there you have it. Poor St. Thomas. Huh? Tough. Tough is right. Tough, tough, but tough. What do you do? Yeah, nothing. Uh, betting recap for the NBA here. So, David, you were 13 to 12. 13 and 12. So, 25 total games. Yeah. Just over 500. Yeah. Uh, I was 7 and 12, so not as good. Oh. That just means that I needed to do six more to equal you up. Yeah. If you just didn't do six, enough. Yeah, just didn't do enough, unfortunately. But, I, well, I did forget the one rule that in the playoffs teams do play defense they do yeah so that's the hard i think part. the unders are significantly higher doing better yeah the unders are definitely of course better. when i did, did the under on the clippers suns game they beat it by like three points but yeah that's, that's okay fine yeah that's okay there's always next time but also in talking quickly about actually let's go on let's go on i'm saving my thought all right beer and seltzer what seltzer are we drinking today then? we're back we're back to the third of the pack to the neutrals pineapple is the kind We've had decent success with these, but I don't know. This stuff tastes good, like really good. Like that one time on that one night, you'll never forget good, that good. That's what's on the can? Yeah. Do you remember that one night? Do you have a night that you go back to that was that good? Yeah. 2012 state champs night. There you go. (laughs) So that's, that's supposed to taste this good. All right. If you remember that night. We'll see. Okay. Uh, For beer, we're going with... It's a local one from Baldman Brewing Company. Egan? Yep. Right, it's by the Egan Outlet Mall. And it's a hazelnut, hazy shade of winter brown ale. So I guess it's it's called hazy shade of winter, and it's a hazelnut brown ale. And this is the can. How dark do you think it's going to be? Well, it's brown ale, so it's going to be a nice brown color. Well, no, duh. What I'm talking about is the darkness. Do you think it's going to be like a lighter brown or a dark brown? 
you see the top of that. So a dark brown. Uh, bar chair. So a dark brown. I'd say it's going to be close to this. That color? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be darker? It's going to be light. No, definitely darker. I would On say that's pretty close. Yeah, I would say it's in that, in that realm. Yeah. Huh. Hazelnut brown ale. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the brown ales, so I have high hopes. What other one have we got? Well, I'm just saying in general, I like the brown ales. Oh. You probably want that one, huh? All right. So let's go to the pineapple. It Ooh. smells very pineapple-y. Very pineapple-y. Yeah. Tastes pretty pineapple-y, too. I'll tell you this. This is my first time having these neutrals. Mm -hmm. And I would say they've been pretty successful. Honestly, when I was bringing up the glass to my to my face... It was like I was bringing up a piece of pineapple. Like a nice, fresh pineapple? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't eat too many pineapples, though, because then my mouth, I think, gets allergic to them. If I eat too many. It's allergic to them. What does that mean? Like your mouth starts foaming? No, it like... just like feels like I can't have them anymore. I don't know. It's, it's just a... I've never heard that. <laughs> so, so Any we... other foods do that for you or just pineapples? Um... Sometimes maybe mango. If I oh, eat so too, it's fruit. If I eat too much of it. Maybe like tropical fruit. Wow. If I eat too much. But if I eat just a little bit, then it's all good. Okay. It comes with the volume. Gotcha. There's nothing better than just a fresh piece of fruit. Pineapple, pretty good. But I can tell you right now, it definitely tastes like pineapple. I'm definitely getting that flavor. Uh, but like I said, I think all of them so far have been good because the difference is they're not overpowering carbonation and they also have decent flavor. Yeah, I think there's... I think this, was, this is one of few seltzer packs, it seems, that you could probably close your eyes and guess the flavor of them. We've had a few where it's like, they just don't taste Oh, like this one would easily... Yeah, you'd be yeah. able to guess pineapple. Yeah, 100%. Um... I think there's definitely ones that I've liked better. Yeah. But the sugary ones, would you say? Um, would you say those are better than like those one are ones you the like? The ones better? that taste like juice. Yeah. It makes it easier to drink them. I Just think. Just easier to drink. Yeah. Can't have a lot of them though. No. But if we're talking one, okay. Now we're talking. All right, what are you giving it? 6.9. Wow. Because I know what I did last time, and this time 6.9 is for sure better than the other two, and I think this one out of those well, three is... Well, you got is... 6.1 for the high noon one, but... Yeah. Oh, the high noon one? Mm-hmm. I just think the difference with this pack, and especially this one in general, like, it says the flavor, and you can definitely distinguish the flavor. Mm -hmm. So it just makes it better to drink, I think. Yeah. And it's lighter. You can drink it pretty easily, and... Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm giving it a 4.8. So, I think it's fine. Uh, it's nice to know what flavor it is. Because I can get that. But, I don't know. I just don't feel like I would want to drink a, very many of them. 
A pineapple one? Yeah. I think that the pineapple flavor might not be my thing for seltzers. Yeah, that's fair. So They, are, they do only come in a pack of two each. So eight total. Yeah. Two each flavor. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Well. Yeah, there it is. All right. So, hazelnut, brown ale. Hazy shade of winter. We're just coming out of the second winter. What do you think, smell wise? It's almost like a dark, a dark, a dark beer, a stout. Yeah, it smells like a like cocoa almost. Mm. So what is it? A brown ale. A brown ale, yeah. It's like a, it's like a light dark beer. A yeah, lighter dark I would say beer. it's actually more, it's very similar to a stout, I think. It's smooth like a stout, and it definitely tastes thicker than just your normal. Well, stouts aren't always smooth. The nitro ones have been smooth. The nitro ones, I should say, if you're comparing them to that. Mm-hmm. I think it has a lot of flavor. What would you say is, what is it? What is the first flavor that comes to mind? Gotta be hazelnut. What does a hazelnut <laughs> taste like? Um, I don't know. I feel like it has like a nutty taste, <coughs> but it's a light nut. Yeah. I mean, I think the difference is like it's, got that nutty flavor but it tastes to me it tastes more like a darker beer than it does like just a brown ale i feel like when it's a brown ale it doesn't taste this thick what's a brown ale to you it's like a one step above so if you're going light beer brown ale this stout this is in between those two i think this Mm -hmm. is almost leaning more towards stout than it is towards the bottom i think it's thick when it's when you drink it oh we're back well, I, yeah, just a great word to describe. <laughs> dark beer. Yeah, so. All right, what are you giving it? I'm giving it a 5-2. Okay. I think it's okay. I do think it has some flavor. I just, I don't know. It's not as good as those nitro stouts. I think it's similar in just the smoothness, and it just tastes darker. But Yeah, I we think. like our nitros, huh? Yeah, they're decent. They're easy to drink. This mm-hmm. has a little bit more pop to it. I think it's a little thicker to drink. Yep. I'm going to give it a 5-6. Uh, I think it's decent. It's got a, quite a bit of flavor, yeah. but I don't know if that flavor's quite for me. What you're feeling? Yeah, yeah I think it's good. I think if you like, I mean, it, you have to be ready for it to be a, a darker. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's, it's not it's, bad at all. I wouldn't get two of them. Right. So if you if you like the the uh, the flavor forward beers, I think this is probably up your alley. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's bad. It's decent to drink. It does, it just, when you do drink it, it does taste thicker than like those other ones we've had. Mm-hmm. Like the nitro stouts, if I'm comparing it to that, I've literally been the easiest ones to drink. Mm-hmm. I think out of all the beers. Over the light ones too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which makes sense. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, but I would say even then it just has, this one has decent flavor. It just, I don't know, doesn't tickle my senses. Right? Yeah, so. Or tickles it too much. Yeah, I don't know. But there it is. So what is it? 
All right, so we got four eight for me, six nine for Dave on the neutral pineapple, Jeez. and five six for me, five two for David on the the hazy shade of winter hazelnut brown ale from Bald Man Brewing. So in Egan, Minnesota. Yeah, shout out Egan, but not my favorite. For me. Shout out Egan. Yeah, and that's what they call a review. Don't forget. All right, team. Today we're going to be doing, since the NBA playoffs are still going, we're, we're sprinkling a little bit, just an update. We're about one to two games in, mostly, in all the series. Series? Series. With an apostrophe after the S. Uh, and then we're going to be diving into the first round of the NFL draft. Because that is next Thursday, a week from when you're listening to this. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy. So, NBA playoffs, uh, what are we seeing? There's been a few surprises. Well, I think there's been a few surprises, but I also think there's been, like, injuries have played an impact on those surprises. Like, big, I think... Big impact. Like, you look at the games that have been, like, impacted, like the Grizzlies game one, Jog gets hurt, mm-hmm. tough, and then you have the same thing with... And the Lakers win. The Lakers win. And then you have the Bucks. Bucks, Giannis goes down. Mm-hmm. Bucks lose. So, I think it's in that sense it is something. But I also think it's even watching the Timberwolves game. It's like you still look at the T Wolves, and maybe it's just exhaustion. Maybe it's whatever. But like Ant looks hurt. He doesn't look a hundred percent. Yeah, he's he hasn't looked good since he took that fall in the first game. Right in the first playing game. Well, and I think it's hard too if you have to play two playing games, mm-hmm. travel to L.A., travel back home. Then you travel to Denver yep. to play the number one seed in your... In altitude. In the western the altitude. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll... Yeah, on, a, on a two-day... on a You get one day off, and then you're playing. Right. And that, then one of those days is a travel day. Right. So, yeah, I think that's tough. I think... <laughs> you get one day, and this day is a travel day. <laughs> right. So, it's it's tough, but I don't think... Um, they, they'll put up a better fight in game two that we're going to see tonight when we're recording. But. Yeah, you almost have to. I mean, you have to show some kind of grit or else this could go 4-0 very quickly. Yeah. Which I mean, just sucks. But. You can't get worse than th- losing by 30. But anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, would you say there was a few, there was some people that were saying that uh, the loss of Tyler Hero is more important than the loss of Giannis. Do you agree or disagree? Um, Knowing those teams. The Heat and the Bucks. Yeah, I would say that's probably fairly accurate. I think the hardest part about the injury is. Do you like, think it's accurate that Tyler, the loss of Tyler Hughes? Well, I think the length important? of time is more. Uh, is what differentiates. I mean, Giannis will be back game three. Tyler Hero ain't coming back. Well, yeah, but he's still out game two. If I know, the Heat win this down. one, they're up two. Oh, going back home. Yeah, I, th- I think, though, the, the Giannis factor of it coming back plays a little bit. I mean, Tyler Hero's a guy who's going to get you 20 points, 15 to 20 points. Obviously, Giannis is a big guy, but the Bucks have another plenty of guys around that can do things other than that. I, don't, I just don't think the Heat are as deep, I guess you could say. So it'll be interesting to see what Game 2 makes there. Obviously, they have to change up their game plan. I mean, before it was get Giannis the ball and let him just go to the hoop. Yeah, I don't. I think I agree. I think the loss of Giannis... I mean, he's the top three player in the NBA. So, obviously, the loss of him is going to be more important than a guy that's just scoring 20 and isn't there to do all the other things. 
Yeah, but he's only out, he's only out one game potentially. He was potentially going to come back and play game two. So he comes back game three. They have him game three through the rest of the playoffs. He doesn't get hurt again. Hey, maybe. Most Tyler Hero's out the whole playoffs. Pretty much, yeah. That's what I'm basing it off. I'm basing it off of the length. If you only lose one more game, you're only down 2-0. This isn't 3-0. Well, I'm league. basing it off of the impact of them being one out game. to the team. Right, that's what I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying you're basing it off of one game. Like, they lose game two, the series is still, you have to still win two more games against the Bucs. Right, exactly. But you only got to win two. And it's at going to home. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. I mean, if the Bucks somehow win tonight, I think it plays a way different schedule. Well, if the Bucks win tonight, then it's no problem. Yeah. And that would actually probably help your case. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to figure out some kind of offense because right now, without Giannis, like you said, that's their go-to and everything. Well, he just takes so much attention. Yeah. But. Let's see. Yeah, so we got the we got what the Bucks are down a one mm-hmm. to the Heat. Boston Celtics have looked dominant. They're fine. Dominant. They're gonna they. What do we say? I think we both had them winning in five. If not swept. I think we both said five though. Five Sixers. Yeah, so that's on the way. I said sweep for the Sixers. That's on its way. Yeah, dominant. This Cavaliers Knicks series is very interesting. Yeah, one one. one. I think the first game the Knicks came out. And looked very, very good. Yeah, what did you say? Did we both say Cavs in six? I said Cavs. I thought it was going to go deeper than Oh, you said seven. I did say seven, probably. I said said Cavs in seven. I said Cavs in six. Yes, so we'll see. I mean, Julius Randle kind of got banged up a little bit, but... But he played game two. Yeah, he's fine. I just think the hardest part with the Cavs is, like, they don't give up a lot of points, but they still also don't score a lot of points. Yeah. And they play very slow, so it's like if they're behind, which they were in the first game... Well, the unders have hit both games. Yeah, they haven't even scored 200 points total. Right. So so keep an eye on that. Under game three, potential. Yeah. Uh, we got the Wolves. They got dominated in game one. We'll see how game two goes. Lakers up 1-0 on the Grizzlies. But Currently kind of getting smacked by the Grizzlies. Yeah, so the Grizzlies will probably go even that series 1-1. Yeah, I think I that's don't know, a toss-up. That is a toss-up. I think that could go For the series. six or seven I still think Memphis think takes had, it. Yeah, I think I had Grizzly. Well, we Job being out definitely hurts, hurts yeah. them. But if he comes back, kind of the same thing. Like if he comes back and they're able to win one without him, right? Then it's one one going to LA. They win one there, and then the next two, boom. Yeah, win in six. Right. I think that'll be an interesting series. I think there it is. Oh. And then you got the Kings Warriors. Wait, so this says Kings lead Warriors 2-0. Yeah. Wait, so <laughs> wait. So if you guarantee a victory, guarantee a victory for the Warriors. What do you how do you feel about that? As a gambling we'll call you a gambling analyst. Well, it wasn't uh the best call. Also, shout out Mayor Lou calls him out. Mm-hmm. At the Eastview baseball game for guaranteeing a win. Yeah, you know, I just thought the Warriors had it in them. They Do you probably, now think this plays a bigger part, though, Draymond's suspension? Well, they probably would have won if Draymond didn't get kicked out of the game. Yeah. Do you They're think only it was down warranted? four with seven minutes left. Do you think it was warranted? No, I don't think it was warranted. I think the suspension is ridiculous, too. You can't, you can't determine 
an outcome based off of previous history. Every, I think every case should be a case-by-case basis. If that specific action determined or resulted in a suspension of one game, then so be it. But I don't think that you should be able to look at the previous history mm-hmm. and say this guy and gets suspended. say oh because of this this and the history of other all these other things they get suspended mm-hmm. i think that is stupid so you're basically saying if it was anybody else then they wouldn't, they wouldn't suspended. be suspended yeah do you and, think though at some point though he needs to like i get i get competition i get that's part of his game but at some point, dude, like you know the you know the target. I get it's not fair. I do get you, that. Do you think he actually stepped on him? Hundred percent, blatantly. He could have easily just stepped around him. And I get, I, I get way past. I get Sabonis, bro. Sabonis had him on the arm, had him in the leg. No, his I, arm was in I, his I leg. Know, I don't he let him go, and could. Draymond Green came back and put his leg on. You could easily step around. Him. I don't know. If I grabbed your leg, you probably wouldn't be able to go forward. You're not. You're not going forward. But I'm also not going to step on your chest. It looked like he kind of like hit it and then tried to. I'm not it. saying Sabonis didn't act a little bit, hundred percent. But I'm also yeah, saying now, that and now he now it comes out that he has like a sternum bruise. It's a bruise. You're an, a professional athlete playing against grown men. You're gonna have bruises. Yeah, hundred percent, and especially in the playoffs. But I also think it's one of those things too. Like I mean, we can call a spade a spade. Like in the NBA, players who have previous history or superstar players tend to get more of the leniency from the referees. We can agree on it. I'm not saying it's fair, but I'm just saying. Superstar players get treated differently than a lot of players. Yeah, that's how it probably should be. But that's what I'm saying. So isn't it the same thing then for a leniency of past history with getting suspensions or getting technicals or getting whatever? No, I think during the game is different than after the game. So you think he should have still been ejected, just not suspended? No, I don't think he should have gotten either. Oh. I mean... Or do you think Sabonis should have been thrown out too? How different is Sabonis grabbing his leg than Draymond stepping on him? Both are are not good acts. 100%. Is one worse than the other? I think, though, it's the same argument that it's like the retaliation always gets caught. Yeah, but would you say that one was worse than the other or they're on the same level? I would say after watching the videos, I would say when you look at it, it truthfully, and maybe this this is skewed, but it does truly seem like, okay, Sabonis literally just went down. His arm did grab his ankle a little bit. Draymond Green blatantly stepped on him. And I go back to my same point. Yes, you grab my ankle. I'm going to go around you. I'm going to kick out of it. But I'm also not going to step over you or step on you. I mean, you see it all the time. Like, it's like I get the competition-wise, but like, just walk the other way. But you're never. Draymond's not going to. He's a villain. Yeah, but he's trying to run back on D. But that's what I'm saying. Then run back. Run around him. You don't need to put your foot down on the guy. He couldn't. He was being held. Um, the hold was for maybe 0.2 seconds. Ed. I don't know. I think the problem. I think the problem. Well, I don't think it's a problem. I think it's just the same thing. It's just annoying. I agree with the ref's bias. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. But I also don't think at some point, like, Draymond, just relax, dude. Relax. I don't think the after the the ejection helped him much. Yeah, where he's going and looking. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Just that relax. Part, that part <laughs> definitely didn't help his case. Where he's yelling at the crowd. and. But I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I get you take the villain role. I get that. 
but also at the same time, like, he was dude, also probably trying to amp his guys up. I know, but you're looking at the crowd and what, what, your guys. Your guys are behind you. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. We'll see though. That's crazy though. Guarantee a victory, Chris. Yeah, Guarantee. that was tough. Uh, last series, Clippers Suns one one. So actually a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I think game two showed a lot more about the Suns though. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I yeah, kind of hope too. that them being on the road in game three will bring the spread down so that I can get in on the, the Suns. Suns. Yeah, I think the Suns will be fine. I think it's just about the Suns are going to be. I think it's one of those things that, like, you watch the first game, and it was one of those games where it was, like, they just didn't seem like they gelled. Like, they weren't really doing a whole lot. KD missed a decent amount of shots. Devin and the Booker. Suns were ma- ma- or the Clippers, Clippers were making, were making everything. everything. Right, and it was one of those games where it was, Especially like, Eric Gordon. Well, he started off hot. But it was yeah. one of those games where it was, like, almost truthfully, like, they would they would make a little push. Like, maybe a 6-0 run, and then the Clippers would hit a 3, get a stop, make a 2. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, the game was always in the Clippers' hands, but I think game 2 right. definitely showed more. Is Paul George out the whole, whole like the whole series? But yeah. is he out? They don't know. No, he might be able to come back next game or next series, next series. if they make it. But I don't think that's. Yeah, happen. I don't know. It's closer than I think. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think the Warriors' woes on the road play a part in their success slash how far they'll go in this series? Well, they've never. They haven't been good on the road all year, so. Right. But that's one of their biggest factors. I mean, that's the biggest factor. Because like, even if they go to seven, that will be in Sacramento. Correct. So. Yeah. I mean, they would have to win one. If you're them, well, they obviously can't lose any at home. Right. <laughs> but if they if they need to win one on the road, you got to hope that it's game five. Like, yeah, for yeah. them, you want to win two at home, win one on the road, game five. And then now it's like, okay, we got two shots at it. And we're going home. Okay, we feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Obviously, that's their best case scenario. Yeah. I think every any time you talk about it, like going to Game Seven is always the worst because people. But honestly, you don't never know. Yeah, but honestly, if you're them, and okay, so you win the two at home, you lose the one at Sacramento, you win at home, then honestly, it's like okay, we're way more of a veteran team. We've been here before, like. They're probably going to feel decent about going in, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, how many times are they going to beat us at Sacramento? We've already lost to them three times, but it's like, this time has to be different. Right. I just think the hardest part about lasting on them is just what makes them so hard to watch is they don't play defense. The Warriors? They don't. No. Right. They. I mean, I get. I get you guys could score with the best of them. Don't get me wrong. You can put up a hundred some points, but it's like. If you have a somewhat off shooting day, dude, you're screwed. They're giving up 120 some points a game. Well, I think it's I think it's quite interesting that Andrew Wiggins has just been kind of pushed right back into his, his almost role. normal role. Yeah. We kind of has to be. Yeah, now but especially without Draymond out for so long. Right, but now without Draymond, well, he for yeah, sure has game to three he'll have to he has to do that. But like for game one and two, I just thought it was interesting that it's like he's been gone for quite a while few months yeah and then it's like all right here we go you're back in you know and i'm sure minutes i'm sure he's working out still and everything but it was that was just a little bit of a surprise to me yeah but i don't know we'll see interesting see what happens how uh how the series plays out or the series i will say the first games of the first games what was crazy about them was just the fact of like it seemed like the 
underdog quote unquote team kind of showed a little bit more grit. Like the better a lot seeds, of them. better seeds just kind of besides yeah, besides one in particular. Besides but, the Wolves. Yeah, but besides that, I'm just saying like the other teams came out and they were like, okay, we're gonna play well, and they made them close, is, if not won the games. Is there any? team that you didn't think was going to win the series that you now think based off of what you've seen in game one and or game two that you think they're going to win the series uh um, you, do you want to change any of your yeah i think the grizzlies predictions lose. you think the lakers i think the win? lakers could take it that's my one i think the suns figure it out so i don't think they'll lose mm-hmm. but i think i think the grizzlies do they lose i think jaws out for the whole series and then they lose out for the whole series. Yeah. I think he broke his hand. No, he didn't. Oh, I, th- I don't think he's even going to play a factor. I think they... I think he'll play game three. We'll see. I, I Even if he plays, I think the Lakers will still win. Interesting. Back in LA, I think the Lakers will take both of them. I think the Grizzlies will win. Yeah, we'll see. Still. So you have the same teams. Uh, The only one I'm maybe not sure on is the Warriors. Oh, no. You uh, can't say that. Well, that's the only one I I would potentially change. Otherwise, I feel good about all the other teams that I picked. So yeah, decent. Yeah, I think but, the Warriors are showing a lot of holes. Yeah, I think I still think that they got a decent shot at. It. Now they're underdogs in the series, which is interesting because they yeah, were they can't win minus two seventy five going in. They were the second favorite to win that conference. They were behind the Suns. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anyone remembers, check out episode fifty six. From a hundred bucks that they won't make the finals, or win the series, or win that. Who'd you pick? Oh, we both we the both Suns. picked the Suns. Yeah, that was a good pick. All right, well that's NBA for you. Little first round update. So now we're moving NFL. We got NFL mock draft first round. So how we're gonna do this is we're gonna go through top ten specifically, and then. Uh, as we get past that, then it'll kind of just be like a free-for-all, open it up after the top 10. But for the first 10 picks, based off of the team that's at that pick, we're going to say what they need and who we would pick with that pick. Mm-hmm. As if there's, Assuming there's no trades in the top 10, which is entirely a possibility that there may be trades. But we're going to assume there is, there is not, mm-hmm. and we're going to make picks as the GM of that team. I like it. Bang, bang. All right, so we got number one pick, Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Uh, what's their top need? Well, quarterback. Easy quarterback. I mean, I think I think here's the differences with them. I mean, they've been on that since. They, they traded won. up to the first pick for a reason. You they want to get a quarterback. And you have to pick your quarterback for the future because this is your guy. This I mean, is... they have Miles Sanders. Yep. Hayden Hurst. They did sign Andy Dalton as a backup, but, like, I don't know. My thing... They I don't, Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark are their main three... Uh, guys. Losing DJ Moore was tough. Not ideal for a rookie quarterback, right. but those are their three weapons in the skill positions. And I think coming into it, I think you kind of have some room to grow. I think the Panthers, defensively, are actually pretty good. It's just the fact that their offense was always so bad... It actually did start to click towards later in the year with Sam Darnold, but like they just they kept going through all these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first they had what Baker Mayfield for a while, and then they tried PJ Walker, and then they tried Sam Darnold. They and tried a lot. They tried them all. So and it didn't work. Yeah, you. So have, that's why they're picking quarterback. Right, and no, you have to go quarterback. I think. So who are you going with? Easy pick. I truly think Bryce Young. Well, that's lately that's been the 
the one player who's kind of separated himself head and shoulders. I feel like he started as the number one pick. Then as we got into pro days and combine and everything, then it was like, oh, well, maybe they'll go with C.J. Stroud. Oh, maybe they'll go with Anthony Richardson. Oh, maybe they'll do something this, something that. Yeah. Uh, but now it's gotten to like minus a thousand that it's going to be Bryce Young. So we're back where we started. Yeah. Well, I I think truthfully the only thing that's a knock on him is the fact of that he's small. Yeah. Totally. I mean, he's small. There's comparisons to Drew Brees. There's comparisons to whatever. I just think you give him some time and maybe you give him a weapon in the future or a wide receiver or whatever. Like he can develop and I think he'll be a good quarterback. I think it's tough when you're these first few teams. Like It's like the same thing with the Texans and whatever, whoever keep picking these quarterbacks. It's like You almost just have to pick a guy and just ride with them. And if you suck the next six years, you suck the next six years. You got to go with it. I mean, you look at the Jets. Like, the Jets, I mean, they've been they've been terrible the last few years, but their defense is now great. Their offense is decent. They've made, a lot, of, they've made a lot of other good picks. That's what I'm saying. So it's like maybe you just ride with this, but I think it's going Bryce Young. Yeah. I think that's the no-brainer as well. Yeah, He's been the top guy. Alabama's had a good amount of quarterbacks picked lately that have been pretty good. Yeah, right. So, so past success. We'll yeah. throw Jalen Hurts in there. Yeah. All right, so number two, we got Houston Texans. They also have number 12. Yeah, but you got to go which quarterback is interesting. Too, for sure. But number two, you're going quarterback? I'm going quarterback again. Um and this time it seems pretty easy. If Bryce Young goes off the board, I think C.J. Stroud has to be the next pick. You think? I don't know. I, I mean, I'll say this, and from what I've seen, like I think Anthony Richardson is a freak athlete. I, that's great. Be a freak athlete, but if you can't complete a pass, who cares? And like people forget in Florida, he wasn't like, did he have that great a season? No. Like I'm just, I, I mean, I get he's a talent and you can work with him, but it's like I wouldn't pick him over C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has been proven. To be pretty good. So, yeah, I'm taking C.J. Stroud. I think it's interesting. So, you got team needs being quarterback, O-line, D-line, receiver. Yeah. Well, they lost Brandon Cooks, right? They lost Brandon Cooks. Um, They got Robert Woods and Nico Collins. So, they obviously need a receiver. Yeah. Running back is solid. But they have the 12th pick. So, they got that going for them. Right. The question is, do they have a defensive line guy that they want to go number two, or do they go quarterback? I mean, Davis Mills was a rookie last year. Two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. But but still. Dude. I don't know. Honestly. I don't think Davis Mills is the future guy, and I think here's the problem is like the Texans, I feel like they're one of those teams where it's like they need that future quarterback just for the fan base also to be like, hey, we can get behind this guy. Yeah. I don't think Davis Mills, no offense, I don't think Davis Mills is that guy. Well, it's okay. You're not offending me. I don't want to offend him. If, 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 if Davis Mills is listening, David did not mean to offend you. Yeah, uh, you're a good quarterback. You're just not a future quarterback. Like a future franchise, franchise quarterback. quarterback. Uh, honestly, I think that if I was the Texans, I would maybe pick Anthony Richardson because all their guys are so young. It's not like they're going to be super good this coming year or the next year even. But if you pick a guy who has the potential to be the best quarterback in the class mm-hmm. at number two and has all the physical attributes, then you, why wouldn't you pick that guy? You're not expecting him to come in this year and ball out. Yeah, I don't know. I think the hardest part is like 
the physical tools are there. I just think sometimes for a guy like Anthony Richardson, he would be better off taking a year. Oh, I 100% agree. And getting fine-tuned. But I don't know. I mean, I think he's fine. I would just take Stroud. I think Stroud's proven to be an NFL quarterback right now. One kind thing, of same with Bryce Young. One thing I've heard about C.J. Stroud is he dominated the crappy teams and didn't do so hot against the good teams. Well, good thing you're on a crappy team. <laughs> yeah. The only problem is you're playing all the good teams. Right. All right. We got number three, Arizona. So they got the third pick. That's their only first-round pick, obviously. And then... You got 34, so towards the beginning of the, of the second round there. Yeah. Team need offensive line, defensive line, quarterback. You got or cornerback. Right, because you lost Byron Murphy. You lost Byron Murphy. You lost J.J. Watt. Yeah. Um, who who was – oh, Buda, did Buda Baker Buda, wanted a trade. I don't know if they've traded. He wants a trade. Yeah. I think he still wants it. Oh, I would He requested it. it. Yeah. Apparently, he requested it back in, like, February. Don't surprise And it me. just came out a week or two ago. New coach. Yeah, did you? <laughs> I saw a video because when uh, when the new coach you know, got there and he introduced himself to Buda Baker, <laughs> did you see that video? No, I only saw him introduce himself to Kyler. I think it was. No, it was Buda Baker. Oh, and the uh, he goes, "Oh, what's up, man?" And then and then he's like, "Hey, coach, how's it going?" or something like that. And then the new coach goes. Pew, pew, flames. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> explosives. And he's, like, pretending like they're, like, coming off of him. And and the, the caption on the, the video was, this is the exact moment Buda Baker knew he needed to get out. <laughs> yeah. No, for real, though. <laughs> like, I think this dude is a weird guy. Which is fine. It's just uh, an interesting first impression. Yeah, I think we also need to point out D'Amico Ryan's new coach for the Texans. I think will be very good. San Francisco defensive coordinator. Last yeah, year. I, I don't know if it helps for the offensive side, but I definitely think it's kind of like that thing where it might take a few years or take whatever. But like, it's kind of like the similar thing with like Robert Sala and the Jets. Like, I think this is well deserved. He's had a lot of success in San Francisco. Totally. Totally. So, I but agree. yeah, so I'm actually we're going back to Arizona. Uh-huh. If. Arizona doesn't trade this. I think you have to go D-line. D-line. So you're going Will Anderson would be the obvious one. Uh-huh. I also think Jalen Carter's on the board, but I would definitely pick Will Anderson probably right off the bat. I think Will Anderson's just one of the best freak athletes. I don't think Jalen Wilson's on their board. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. He's fallen off a lot of boards, but it's yeah. like I think Will Anderson is the pick if you're going to keep this pick and go defensive. Mm-hmm. And he's just a freak. He can play linebacker. He can play defensive end. He's that good. I mean, people were talking about him being the first overall pick. Right. So. That's definitely helping. Yeah. I would also go him just because, I mean, he's going to take the spot that J.J. Watt left. And hopefully he'll be able to do something similar right. to what what he did. Yeah. And he has the talent. He has the athleticism. I mean, he's. It's always nice when you're at the third overall pick and you can pick a guy that a lot of people had at the number one pick. Right, 100%. Or the best overall prospect. The other teams just pick quarterbacks because they need one. Right, 100%. You know. So. All right. So we're pretty much in line other than number two. Okay, number four, mm-hmm. Colts. I think you got to go quarterback. 
Right. Their team needs are quarterback, cornerback, and O-line. Even though it seems like everybody's like, oh, the Colts O-line, the Colts O-line, they're so good. Mm-hmm. Last year they were not. No, they weren't great. They and were terrible. They were hard. To, they were hard too, though, because well, Matt Ryan's not good. They couldn't figure out a quarterback. I think the teams that struggle a lot are the teams that like can't find that one quarterback to play. Like it's hard to run an offense when you have Matt Ryan, then you have Sam Ellinger, and then you have Nick Foles. It's like yeah. just pick one guy yeah. and just roll with it. Right. And so, but and then they, they bring in the what's the guy's name, Jeff Saturday. Yeah. And they say, okay, Matt Ryan's not playing. Next game, Matt Ryan's are starting. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what are we doing? Like, I get We're it to new quarterback. to Sam Ellinger the rest of the year. <laughs> their, Matt Ryan. Their right. coach gets canned, and they bring in Jeff Saturday. Yeah, Matt Ryan's actually our quarterback. Yeah. So, I think if you're the Colts, though, I think, yes, obviously you're going. They did bring in uh, Gardner Minshew. as a backup. Great backup. I think you have to go. And, well, here's the difference. I think you go quarterback Mm -hmm. this is where i would take anthony richardson really yes well i think no offense i i'll say this and preface this i think will levis is dog so i'm going anthony richardson since i already have cj stroud and bryce young off the board Mm -hmm. so interesting i think uh if i was the colts i'd pick cj stroud here but i could totally see them picking will levis so you would take so if, if CJ Stroud is gone, CJ, I would pick CJ Stroud if he's there. Oh yeah, but if he's not there, you're taking Will Levis. No, I did not say that. Wait, I so s- CJ Stroud, let's say hypothetically, is picked. No, I think Anthony Richardson's going two to the uh, who's the second pick to the Texans. I think Anthony Richardson will go to the second to the Texans. Okay, but what I'm saying is like hypothetically, if CJ Stroud's gone, are you taking Anthony Richardson here? <laughs> I don't think that he fits what they're looking for. I think I think if CJ Stroud is not there, then I think I think the Colts have a pretty good shot at picking Will Levis, mm-hmm. regardless of if Anthony Richardson is still, still there, available. Yeah, yeah. interesting. I, I think if CJ Stroud is there, that's who I would pick if I was them, and yeah. I think that that is a possibility. But I think that if C.J. Stroud is already taken and Bryce Young's already taken, I could totally see them picking Will Levis. Mm. Is Will Levis good at handing the ball off? Do you know? <laughs> well, I don't know? They should get back to running the ball. He better be good at it <laughs> starting week one. Right. So, yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, yeah. So we're going most potentially quarterback. Yeah, yeah, quarterback for sure. Okay. I mean, they, they need one. They haven't had a good one since Andrew Luck. Yeah. All right. And he retired, what, like five years ago? Yeah, tough. All right, next five pick, we got Seahawks. <laughs> Should have been the Broncos, but they screwed that one up. Uh, so they got the five pick, and they got their own 20, 20th pick. They need uh, edge, defensive tackle, offensive line, cornerback. Yeah, so I think if Will Anderson's still on the board, a lot of take defense. Will Anderson. I think, though, if he's not, I truly do think... The Seahawks could take Jalen Carter. Clog up the middle. They need a. They need basically defensive line slash edge. If Will Anderson is still there, they will take Will Anderson. It would be shocking if Will Anderson fell. This the only way I could see Will Anderson falling to the Seahawks is if uh, Arizona trades their pick. That's my opinion. Oh, if Arizona still has a three pick. Yeah, if Arizona still has the three pick, they're taking Will Anderson. Somebody would. Trade up to the third pick and pick a quarterback. Right, I think it would be the Raiders. 
To pick a quarterback? To pick a quarterback, yeah. So. Interesting. So I think this one would be Will Anderson, or if not, Jalen Carter. I think it'll be that Tyree Wilson guy, Texas Tech. Texas Tech? Yeah. Yeah, he's a solid pick, too. I think the difference is... So you're basically, yeah, Will Anderson, obviously. Not I'm saying Will Anderson's at wherever three Cardinals because yeah. we're saying there's no trades. And then I'm saying that they don't pick Jalen Carter. I don't think they're going to pick Jalen Carter. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. I mean, Seahawks, they, they don't shy away from anybody that has that's had off-the-field trouble, but they uh, I don't see it. All right. All right, well, we got six pick Lions. Yeah, I think on the this Rams. Is, I think this is where that Texas Tech guy goes, edge rusher. You think? Yeah, I think he's very good. I think you either got to go that or you got to go defensive back because you lost Jeff Akuda. Yeah. So you got to kind of replace him, which is a crazy pick or a crazy trade. He was a top X pick. He was like yeah, a top what five they pick get for him? I don't even know what they got, but it's still like, yeah, he's been not very good, but like. Their whole defense stinks. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. I think they they go corner. They got to fill his spot. Ringo? No. Or who? Oregon guy. Oregon guy. Okay. Christian Gonzalez. He's been climbing boards. Big time climbing boards. Yeah, he's 6'1". That's yeah. a good size. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to go 6. I think he's he's the top corner. Plus also, like, I know that like they picked the Aiden Aiden Hutchinson last year, edge guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. To me, it doesn't make sense to pick another edge guy back to back drafts. I know yeah. that's an, Aiden that it's an kind important, of a... important position, but at the same time, like same position, two drafts in a row. Yeah. When you're that high up in the draft, that doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. You Aiden Hutchinson's kind of just a universe. I mean, he's become a universal. Like, he does it all. He's a freak. Mm-hmm. So no, he had a great year. Yeah, he had a great year. But yeah, it'll be interesting. They need to sure up their defense. I don't think they're off. I think their offense is fine. Obviously, getting David Montgomery. Yeah, their offense. Their offense should be plenty fine. Yeah, I mean they're they're the pick to win the NFC North apparently. Yeah. Know, like significantly. Oh yeah. But news to me, I don't see it. Yeah. All right, moving on. Seventh pick, we got Raiders. Mm-hmm. So we got corner, edge, defensive tackle, and guard for their needs. Yeah, I think this is where you could go with Gonzalez, or you could go with who's the Illinois guy? Witherspoon. Okay, Witherspoon. I think you have to go defensively. Obviously, you got rid of Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback. You picked up Jacoby Myers. So you have Jacoby Myers mm-hmm. and De- Devontae. Yeah. Obviously lost Darren Waller, but Josh Jacobs had a good year. And they have Moreau still. Foster Moreau, yeah. yeah. So they have a decent tight end. Decent tight end. You have decent weapons. You have Hunter Renfro. Mm -hmm. Decent weapons. So it's like your offense, I think, is fine. You just got to shore up your defense. And I think you have to go with one of the two cornerbacks. Yeah. I agree. Corner. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard when it's like, I don't know. I think cornerback is the biggest need. I think the hardest part is like offensive linemen is great, but like they won't make a huge impact right away, in my opinion, but... Yeah, no shot they go Jalen Carter. I still have him on my board. <laughs> you still have him going to the Vikes, probably. No. 23rd. We don't want him. Not that, not that low. Yeah. Somebody will take him before that. Uh, all right, eighth pick, we got the Falcons. They've been making a lot of moves, a lot of defensive moves specifically. 
but they need edge rusher, defensive tackle, cornerback. Yeah, I mean, obviously picking up uh, Jesse Bates was big time Maybe for them. Quarterback. Um, obviously, their quarterback. I think here's the thing about the Falcons. Like, I don't think they should take a quarterback. I think you ride with Desmond Ritter. I mean, he hasn't been bad. You think Ritter's going to play, or you think Taylor Heineke's going to play? I think Ritter should play. I think Ritter does fine. I think Ritter's better for that team. Um, but at this point, I would say edge rusher. This is where I got uh, if the Texas Tech guy wasn't picked. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take him in here. I think I thought you already picked him, though. No, I took Jalen Carter. I took Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. I think we're only two defensive guys. And then the Who'd cornerback. You, what about the Lions? That was Jalen Carter. Didn't I just say Jalen Carter for him? Oh, I thought you said Jalen Carter for somebody ahead of them. No, the Will Seahawks. Anderson. Will Anderson. No, you had Will Anderson at two, at three to the Cardinals. Oh, I don't know. Then. I would take a defensive end whoever, or an edge rusher if you can find an edge rusher then. Miles Murphy? Clemson? Oh, I don't know about him. I haven't really heard anything about him. I've only heard about Breesy or whatever his name is from Clemson. But Van Ness? I think you got to go Iowa. defensive. Strong up your... Pick up your defense. Drake London's second year will be fine. So I think they'll have some success. You just got to already have your quarterback. I don't think drafting a quarterback does anything. Mm Because right now, what are you going to get? Will Levis? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They just picked a quarterback, too. Yeah. Uh, I think they go... um, The Iowa kid's good, too. I think they might go Jalen Carter here. Yeah. I think the Iowa kid, Luke Van Ness, is a possibility. Jalen Carter will either go eight or nine, in my opinion. Who's nine? The Bears. It seems like he fits that. Yeah. He seems like a Chicago guy. Exactly. The Falcons, because they've shown that they have a heavy focus on defense mm-hmm. right now, or the Bears, if they keep that pick. And they go, I think they would go Jalen Carter. So I think he'll get picked eight or nine. Okay. This is where I think he'll he'll get drafted. Yeah. Um, But that leads us to the ninth pick, so you got the Bears. I'm taking the edge guy from Iowa. I think Luke Van Ness goes Van Ness? Yeah. Okay. I think he's solid. He's absolutely jacked. He's been running up the boards. He's pretty solid, so mm-hmm. taking the Iowa kid. I think they might go uh, O-line. The Bears? Yep. If they don't pick Jalen Carter, okay. they're going to pick the Northwestern guy. Okay. The uh, Peter Skaronsky. 6'4", 313. Decent. Pretty good size. Need someone to protect I Justin mean, Fields. Yeah. And honestly, like, if you get him, then you got somebody to pre- protect his backside, and then they'll he'll just run around everybody else. Yeah. It'll be interesting, because I don't, I don't know. I think the hardest part about them is, I don't know, the Bears just are crazy to me. I just don't think they're, they're very good. No, they're not. Offensively, you lost David Montgomery, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's their backup running back again? Uh, who's the guy that got hurt? I can't remember his name. I can't remember their backup either. Huh. I just think the hardest part is, like, you got to give... Oh, I mean, it definitely helps to have DJ Moore. That'll help, yeah. Chase Claypool's a... Oh, Deontay... No, Khalil Herbert was Khalil the guy. Herbert. But they do have Deontay Foreman. He'll be their guy. Khalil Herbert. How do you already have people that are questionable? <laughs> See, it hasn't even started. It's off season. Maybe they had surgery. Uh, okay, back to the draft. We got number ten pick Eagles. This is where I think you have to take an offensive lineman 
to help out Jalen Hurts. You think? Yes. I think. I think losing Miles Sanders hurts, but you, I don't think you can take a you can take. Does a, it really though? Yeah, I think Miles Sanders is solid. I think Miles Sanders had a great year. I think. No, I think he's solid. I just don't think that that's really that much of an importance for them. I mean, they got a running quarterback. They had two other guys that they would throw in literally all the time. So like losing Miles Sanders, yeah, he's a good player, but at the same time, I don't know if that's big. Do you think? That do you think now good. that he signed this large contract, and obviously he's always been the future guy. Do you think Jalen Hurts will run as much as he still did? Yeah, I think it'll be the same. Single will still be the same. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's less. He's I think he'll. First guy. Yeah, but I think it'll shorten up because he doesn't want to get hurt. He's had shoulder problems. Yeah, but he already got paid, so. That's what I'm saying. He's I don't think they're going to want him to. They're going to want him to stay healthy. Well, I mean, he stayed healthy last year. Kind of. He was banged up a few games. He missed two games. Oh. Games I think running quarterbacks. Running it's tough nowadays. Running quarterbacks. Yeah, but he's built a little different. Like he's thicker. Well, yeah, they also love running a sneak on every single third right. down or fourth down. Exactly. Down. I don't know. Uh, the other way that they could go is D-line D specifically. Because they're getting older on the defensive side, so to get a little younger. I feel like their lines on both sides, offensive and defensive, they're just getting up there in age. Like yeah, Kelsey's Jason coming Kelsey's. back. Lane Johnson, he's old. He's always Well, he doesn't play a full season. Uh, let's see. But then you got D-line, defensive tackle, Fletcher Cox, he's 32. D-end, Brandon Graham, almost 35. Yeah. Slay's 32, and James Bradbury's about to be 30. Yeah, I think their so defense like, they're will take, old. They lost TJ Edwards in the linebacker position, but I think their defense won't be as good. No. So I could see them going defensive if they need to, yeah, 100%. I think they could pick the Iowa guy. Iowa defensive end. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be a bad pick. I think you got to have some depth there because, like you said, these guys are old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy or the Clemson guy, or I guess if Jalen Carter's still there, then they would for sure pick him, pair him up with the other Georgia guy that they have. There I can't is. remember his name. but Nolan Smith? No, the guy that they drafted like first, second round last year. The big guy, freak of nature, athlete. Who, defensively? Yeah. N'Kobe Dean. No. That's a Georgia guy. It's the Georgia line. Who's the other Georgia guy? Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Oh, you're saying, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, all right, so that's top 10. Who else you, you got? Well, I think it'll be interesting to see. I know running backs don't really have a huge say. But people have been talking up this Robinson kid. B. John? Yeah. People have been talking him up like he's the next. Yeah, he's going to be a good player. He's going to be a good player. It just depends what team decides to do that. I think sometimes it's too early in like the top 15 to go for a running back like that. Totally. Because um, you know you're going to have him for, what, four years, and then you're going to have to pay him, and they, don't, they won't want to pay him, so then they'll want to trade him, and then it'll, it's a never-ending cycle. Right. I think the team that could surprise and pick them um, would be the Ravens. The Ravens? The Ravens. Well, yeah, their running backs get hurt every year. J.K. Dobbins literally has one working leg. I know they get hurt, but at the same time, like they got a lot of other stuff that they got to figure out. Like what? Like, I don't know. Receiver, they got Odell now, and they got Rashad Bateman, and Mark Andrews. Offensively, they're fine. 
Potentially defense, yeah, sure. But offensively, I think the Baltimore Ravens are fine. If they get yeah. Lamar Jackson back. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're fine. You're right, fine. I think Rashad Bateman is fine. Odell, mm-hmm. eh. Devin Duvernay, eh. J.K. Dobbins, no. Mark Andrews, obviously one of the best tight ends. I think defensively they need to get squared up. I know I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. But I, I think offensively they're fine if you can last that long or you can some, somehow get somebody. I don't think it's bad. Roquan Smith was a huge pickup from they the Bears. They need a D lineman. Michael Pierce, shout out, rip to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that was quick. <laughs> yeah, them. Or if you're talking late in the first round, Eagles have the thirtieth pick. Oh, you think they'll pick? I don't know. Do you, you think they'll still know. be there? Well, that's the thing is I don't know in other teams like New Orleans Saints. No, Cincinnati Bengals. No, Bills. Bills. No. No. Cowboys. No. Giants. No. Jaguars. No. Vikings. Um. Uh, no. Huh? I don't think. I think Dalvin's gone pretty soon though. Yeah, they said he might get cut before the draft. Cut? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Chargers, I don't think so. Yeah, Seahawks, no. All right, so where do you think Will Levis is going? Where do I think Will Levis is going? Yeah. Oof. You think he's first round? Yes. I think Will Levis is first round. No, no, no. Potentially Patriots? No, they love Mac Jones. I think the Washington... No, I heard, Com- that, I heard that they don't like him. Washington Commanders are a possibility. What about the Titans? I think the Titans for sure are. Is Tannehill back? Last year. But Malik Willis. I heard they don't like him either. I don't know. It's so hard. What about, like, I think the teams that could pick him, sure, are... Titans. Colts. Colts. I think... If he doesn't go in the top five. I think he's going to pick... I think if he goes to the Colts, I I, I don't know. I just don't think he's going to be that good, maybe. But... He just fits, I feel like, what I picture the Colts having at quarterback. A white. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. I think the Washington Commanders are a possibility. I do think the Patriots potentially. The hard part is the Patriots would have to get another. I don't think they're going to draft him with their 14th overall pick. Mm. They've done crazier things. They drafted that strange guy. Call strange. <laughs> um, Packers? Question mark? No. Okay. They like Jordan Love. But this is what I'm saying is that's why also the Seahawks is tough because you just paid Geno too. Mm-hmm. And I think Geno's your guy. I Besides that... I really don't know. I, there's not a lot of teams, especially once you go down towards like 15 and below, those are good teams. Are good teams. <laughs> yeah. And most yeah. of those teams have a quarterback. Right. So, I don't know. I still think he somehow gets drafted in the first round. I I don't know. You think the Vikes would take him? I hope to God not. No offense. We need other things secured, Chris. Oh, yeah. I know. I agree. Who do you think the Vikes will take? I think if we can get Ringo, that would be good. We need defense. I I would like Joey Porter Jr. Okay, or Joey Porter. I heard Joey Porter's going a lot earlier. But he'll, yeah, he'll probably be earlier. But I think he'll probably go to the Steelers. Honestly, I do think we need to go defense. As convincing as it might be to somehow get like a wide receiver, I think Quentin Johnson, huh? Eh. I mean, it it always depends on who's left. Like 100%. if if people are talking and C.J. Stroud is somehow falling out of favor with a bunch of teams, then. Heck yeah, sign me up. Let's move up and go get him. But what I don't would you think, give up for him? Uh, I don't know. 
I think you'd have to give up a decent amount. You'd have to give up a player and a pick. Yeah. Well, you'd obviously have to give up your first round, but you'd almost have to give up your first round and multiple. Well, if you give up your first round and a player. Who would you give up, Dalvin? Dalvin would be great if we could get rid of him. I mean, we signed Alexander Madison. We don't have long-term plans for Dalvin and Madison. No, I think Dalvin's on the way out. Exactly. So here's a question. Arizona Cardinals, third overall pick. Would you trade our first-round pick and Dalvin to them for Will Levis? Well, I don't think we would go Will Levis at three. Who do you think we would take instead? I think we would take Anthony Richardson. Oh, gross. I think we would. Gross. I think we would. Okay. I don't think we would take Levis at three. If if Bryce Young and CJ Stroud were one, two. I think that we'd pick Richardson. The hardest part is, yeah. Because you're not getting traded for you're not trading Dalvin for four potentially Seahawks. I don't think I don't think that would be enough to go all the way up to three. So I'm saying though, like if we somehow got to the fifth pick, you would take Will Levis. You no. would give up our first round Dalvin and potentially our second round to go up to five and pick Will Levis. Yeah. No. So where how are we getting Will Levis? No, I'm saying because as you started going, there's less teams that want a quarterback. If he's still in there and he doesn't get picked by the Colts, he doesn't get picked by the Titans, he gets past the Commanders somehow, and he's still there. Like, I think that if he's still there when we're picking our pick, there's a possibility we would pick him. I think because everybody has him. Don't you think so we need high. to stray away from just the basic? Well, we need we need a quarterback at some point. Kirk's not going to play forever. But we also need other players. So, like... I just it, can't see him falling that far. No, I, I mean, yeah, that would be surprising. I don't think he'll go past mid-teens. I, don't, I would expect him to be, get picked by the Commanders or earlier. Yeah. But... I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers, not really. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Maybe, but they got so many other needs. So do we. I don't know. That looks like that looks like Will Levis on that board. That does look like Will <laughs> Levis. Yeah, I don't know. I don't they got Baker Mayfield. Oh my god, disgusting. <laughs> Alright, anything else for first round? No, I think it will be interesting. I think uh I don't know. I think it there's just a obviously there's a ton of talent, but I think like it always blows my mind because it's always like obviously quarterback heavy. I think the first mm-hmm. four picks if could be technically quarterback. First four. If Arizona trades Who's out, four? Colts. Oh yeah, yeah, t- totally, totally. They could be the first four. Could easily be. Totally, I agree. Completely agree. That's um, crazy. Who? Which team do you think will make the most surprising, outrageous pick? Like last year, I think everybody agree, can agree that it was the Patriots. Yeah. I'm, was that I, first round? Yeah. Strange. Yeah. I would go back with the Patriots. You think the Patriots? Yeah. And I also think at the end of this, uh, I think at the end of, within this year or next year, I think Bill's gone. Really? Yeah. I think it's time to move on. Here's a question for you. What can I say? Is Bill, is Bill Belichick a great coach or did he just have Tom Brady's prime? I mean, let's be honest. I don't know without Tom. 
No, I, kind of I think that he was a good coach. He was a good coach, yeah. yeah. I think they had a lot of good pieces, too, and Tom Brady fit that scheme very well. Yeah. But I think, yeah. It's, I not, think like, okay it's not like you had Tom Brady coming in as just this prime athlete ready to just win Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, he just had such a strong arm or had all the talent in the world like a Mahomes. Like, right. That dude can throw it forever. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, Tom Brady had to have a system to be successful in it and then obviously as he got into it then his strengths obviously showed out right yeah but, i agree with that i think it'll be interesting to see who they pick i also think it will be very interesting to see who arizona does pick if they keep that pick mm-hmm. but i'm still going with the patriots i also think looking at this now at 16 I think whoever the Washington, I think the Washington Commanders will be very interesting. I think the weirdest pick will be uh, the Packers. Yeah, they usually do. They always find some way to mess it up. Yeah. And the middle of the the middle of the first round is kind of like, well, we could go this way, we could go that way, we could go this way or that way, and so there's all of these directions that they could go, and I think that when they pick, it'll be like, really, or. Oh, I wish they would have gone this. These are the three ways before they went that way. Yeah, I think to be honest, when you look at the Packers, though, I think what is crazy is I I think it, like looking at it, it should truthfully be as easy as like wide receiver. <laughs> like, what well, pick a wide receiver Probably. for one time? Just pick a wide receiver. Like, I mean, I get Aaron Rodgers is gone, but give Jordan Love like something. They got to Watson work. and Dobbs. They're both young guys. Yeah, but. Yeah, but Romeo, I mean, yeah. And both will continue to grow, don't get me wrong. But I think you need to, also, if you're going to go young guys, just draft a wide receiver and let him work. Wouldn't it be funny if they picked a wide receiver and then this is like the first year in a bajillion years that they pick a receiver after in the Aaron first Rogers. round after Aaron Rodgers leaves? Yeah, that'll for sure be a huge story. Be like, oh, Aaron Rodgers finally wanted it. That's all anybody will be able to talk about. Yeah. Which... Is it even a done deal that he's on the Jets? No, it's I think not. there's still stuff going on. Yeah, it's still. Because last I heard, some other team was trying to talk to him. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting know. concept. I feel like that was done deal in a lot of people's heads. So. Yeah, because the Packers don't want to give him up without the, getting the 13th pick overall back. Yeah, greedy. All right, David. Anything else? Round one NFL draft that you want to mention? No, I do think it's always crazy to me um, when you just kind of look up and down the first round of the draft boards. It is always crazy to me how many like Alabama players there are, mm-hmm. Clemson players. All it's just like all these guys every single year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, dude, you guys are a factory. I mean, everyone knows it. Like That's an obvious statement, but it's also like crazy to just see it. Right. It's a good reminder. Yeah. Alabama football is different. They didn't win, though. They didn't even make the final four. No, they didn't. Go dollars. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. All right, 57 episode. We'll talk to y'all later. In the books. Peace. Peace. One, two, three.